Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to 15 Days of Festive Fear, day number 14. And I have two spooky stories for you today. And the last story comes from the 18th of September, 2023. And story number one comes from Dominique. Sadly, my Nana passed away from cancer in July after a whirlwind six-week battle. After getting a call from my dad late at night to say that she had passed away peacefully, I had a tearful conversation with my granddad and naturally felt heartbroken. It was super late and I remember laying in bed crying in the dark and thinking to myself, how can I possibly sleep after this news? It was nearly midnight at this point and I was beginning to panic about coping the next day, having already taken time off from work earlier in the week to process that we were at the end. As I internally asked the question, how could I possibly sleep after this news? I heard my Nana's voice as clear as anything begin to sing her lullaby to me. A lullaby that I had completely forgotten about and can't have heard since I was seven. I'm 29 now for context. It was as clear as anything. Her singing me to sleep like I was back on her sofa 22 years ago having an afternoon nap. I have no doubt at all that this was her coming to soothe me and say goodbye. Until I heard her singing it, the lullaby was a forgotten memory. The next morning I woke up and told my partner what had happened. Usually a massive sceptic for all things, he said something along the lines of, That's so funny that you said that. Do you remember when my nan passed a couple of years ago and they played that Westlife song at the end? Well, for about two weeks after the funeral, I would suddenly wake up during the night and hear that song blasting in my ears. It was like it was involuntarily being played to me, as clear as anything, like it was out loud in the room. This whole scenario felt really supernatural and special. I told my loved ones who were close to my nana and they all immediately said, Of course, Trula Lula, the name of the lullaby, and said she came to say goodbye to you. I will treasure that this happened forever. Another story I have is more sinister. Around March 2022, I was having really disrupted sleep and bad dreams. Waking up in the early hours feeling like there was something standing over me. My partner, the sceptic, had also had a really messed up experience that he didn't tell me about until I told him what I had done. Our bedroom had taken on this really horrible, damp atmosphere as we'd entered the previous winter and we were getting mould appearing on the walls and the ceiling that I was constantly scrubbing off. All in all, it was a horrible vibe. In March, I then contracted Covid and was spending time isolated in there. It was really unpleasant and I just got sick of it feeling so horrible, and ordered an expensive dehumidifier and air purifier to see if this helped. 
I'd also spent some time googling how I could cleanse the energy of the room. Now bear with me here as this might seem really out there. When I recovered I set up the dehumidifier in the bedroom, lit a few candles, turned the lights and lamps on and made the room super well lit and bright. I'd also bought crystals and spread these out around the room, ground some pink salt into the corners and lit a sage stick and started smudging the room in the way Google had told me to. I've never tried anything like this previously. I was literally just trying everything on a bit of a whim, I guess, and sick of disrupted sleep. Now this is the freaky part. I was cleansing the window as instructed, and as I got to the last corner, I saw what I can only describe as a black slimy hand with long fingers, much like a Dementor for any of my fellow Harry Potter fans out there grasping the bottom right corner of the window frame. Feeling strangely calm, I instinctively looked away and cleansed the window again and the rest of the room again for good measure, repeating both out loud and internally something to the effect of you are not welcome here, I instruct you to leave and I invoke the protection of light beings. I honestly don't know how I remained calm, but I did and from then on, it's no surprise that our room felt completely cosy and warm. No more sinister damp vibes. After telling my partner I had done this and pointing out what a difference it made, he told me the following. A few weeks previously, I had woken up with a shock hearing my partner gasping for help in the middle of the night. I immediately put my hands on him and said, My love, wake up, you're having a bad dream. I'm here and everything is okay. And rousing him awake. We both then fell quickly back to sleep. He had never done anything like this before, but my ex had suffered badly from nightmares and sleep-talking, so perhaps that's why I didn't really think anything of it. The next morning, I said about this bad dream, and he didn't say anything at all, just went really quiet. Well, it transpired that there was more to the story. After telling him about cleansing our room, he told me that he had woken up that night with both arms pulled together and crossed over at his wrists. He said it felt like his wrists were being pulled down and that there was something sat on his chest stopping him from moving or breathing. It was then that he panicked and started gasping for me to help him. He didn't tell me this at the time because he said I knew I would completely freak out. And he's right. Nothing similar has ever happened before or since. The third story I have is also a jaw dropper. I was having dinner with a group of friends at one of their homes which is very old built in the 1800s. It was six adults and one of their toddlers, a little girl approximately two years old. The toddler was old enough to understand things and communicate, but not old enough to understand telling a lie or joking around. They had a long kitchen dining room and we were at the far end, all sat around the table. There was a pan of fried chicken on the hob, finishing off at the other end on a really low heat, making the occasional sizzle. Halfway through our meal, our friend's toddler pointed towards the hob and said, Mummy, who's that? Seeing where she was pointing, she replied, It's just the chicken making the noise. The toddler then said again whilst pointing, No, Mummy, what's their name? At this stage, we had all gone silent and the little girl could obviously feel us all waiting with bated breath as she just kept looking between us and the hob when her mum asked if she could see someone. It was so crazy. Kids can see so much that we don't. 
Dominique, it is so lovely that your grandmother was able to come and give you that comfort that you needed to be able to sleep after having such a devastating loss. And it's beautiful that your grandmother sort of came to you in the form of something that was really powerful in your childhood that was shared between you and her. Something that was going to bring you calm and comfort in a really difficult time. I mean, the hand story is less lovely, to be really honest. I think uh, a lot of us have contracted COVID at this point and had the experience of having to isolate in your room or in your house or whatever. And that must have been a horrible experience if you were in a room that was giving a damp, mouldy, horrible vibe. I mean, not pleasant. But it really does sound like you sort of threw everything and the kitchen sink at trying to sort this out, both logically and scientifically and also with some cleansing around the room too. I mean, listen, I would try everything too. And what was the slimy hand with long fingers like a dementor type hand obviously you said you instinctively looked away cleansed the window again and then the rest of the room again and just got on with it but what was that does that mean it was something that was causing that damp horrible atmosphere something that exists and spreads like mold around a room is that what it was And look, what your boyfriend experienced sounds like sleep paralysis. However, however, with the addition of the black slimy hand coming out of the corner of the window, it sounds like he may have experienced something a bit more sinister. And Dominique, I don't know if you need to be the one to tell your friend this, but your friend is in possession of a creepy kid. They've got a creepy kid on their hands, so they need to start making some decisions. Do they dropkick the kid? Do they accept that the kid is a freak and move on with their lives? Or do they have the kid exercised? Those are the only three options. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST. And up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. And story number two comes from Noelle. Growing up, I had a pretty normal life. Except for the fact that my mom, my sister and I moved a lot due to my mom and dad getting divorced when I was five. Ever since I was a kid, I was deeply afraid of the dark. So at the age of 11, I started to develop a light sleeping disorder that made me wake up at least once almost every night. That disorder had gotten better until it got drastically worse. When we moved into our new house by the age of 12, my sleeping problems were the worst. I couldn't sleep with the lights turned off. I woke up at least once every night and when I did, I was always terrified the second I opened my eyes. So every night before I went to sleep, I turned on the light in the hallway and slept with my door open. That the lights were turned on bothered my family, so sometimes they just turned it off as soon as I fell asleep. One night I woke up in pure darkness. 
the streetlights and the moon being my only source of light. I scanned my room and my eyes fell on my door. I froze in shock, terrified and not knowing what to do. Standing there in my doorway was a dark human-like figure with bright white eyes just staring at me. I stared back, frightened and in disbelief. There was some kind of flying dust surrounding it and vines grew around my door. Before I knew it, I ran towards it to turn on the light because that was the only light switch in my room. As soon as I got there and flicked the switch, the creature was gone. Shivering and on the verge of tears, I went back to bed, leaving my light turned on. I didn't go back to sleep that night. The next morning, I told my family, and in order for me to calm down, they told me that I probably just imagined it or that a car drove by, leaving weird shadows in my room. It was hard for me to believe them, and for the next few days, I slept in my sister's room, my mattress lying on the floor. As always, I woke up that night. I turned around facing my sister's bed and again, lying under there watching me was that same figure. This time I just saw its eyes. It was staring directly into my eyes for what felt like hours. It looked at me from underneath the bed, watching every breath that I took, simply lying there, making no impression to move or go away. Like the only reason it's here, its only purpose was to observe my every move. Why did it happen again? Was it following me? Is it here even if I don't notice it? I don't know why, but I did absolutely nothing. I didn't move. I didn't make a noise. I didn't even wake up my sister. I was somehow paralysed. I don't know if I was too afraid that it might attack me as soon as I moved, or if I was just too tired. But I just closed my eyes, pretending it wasn't there, and simply fell back to sleep. Since that night, I never saw it again. But other weird things happened around that house, like things falling from shelves or finding weird things in our attic that we didn't put there. I'm 16 now, we've moved out of the house and my sleeping disorder is gone. To this day, I don't know if what I saw was real or just my imagination. But thinking back, I'm still scared of the moment I first saw that thing. Whatever it was, I don't want to cross paths with it ever again. Noelle, as somebody who also has a chronic fear of the dark and disordered sleeping I feel you and I hear you and I'm here beside you every step of the way and at 34 years old I still sleep with a nightlight of course you could always argue that this was a version of sleep paralysis and Noel if that makes you feel sort of any better it might be worthwhile looking up sleep paralysis so that you can kind of get your head around it and think oh maybe this thing that I saw was sleep paralysis and it wasn't actually to do with the paranormal But I also don't want to dismiss your experience like that because I think it's important to recognise that this happened in the one house and then when you moved house your sleeping disorder was gone and you haven't seen this thing since. And I do think it's very strange that sometimes when people suffer from sleep paralysis it only happens in one particular house or in one particular room and then when they leave that house or they're not in that room it never happens again. Like is it a sort of an infrasound type thing? where there's something in that house or something in that room that is natural and scientifically provable that is causing people to have sleep paralysis or is it some sort of different sort of energy, something we don't quite know how to quantify or measure. But whatever the case may be, seeing this creature with white eyes, this sort of black mass of a creature 
with vines growing into your room and then seeing it lying under your sister's bed. I think that's a lot of people's worst nightmare. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Thank you to Dominique and Noel for sending in your stories. Remember, the last story was sent in on the 18th of September 2023. If you would like to share your story, you can do so by emailing it to reallifeghoststoriespodcast.gmail.com. You can also check out the website reallifeghoststoriespodcast.com. And if you are desperate for some extra content, you can subscribe to the Patreon. That is patreon.com forward slash real life ghost stories, where for $5 a month or $2 a month, you get access to heaps of extra content, as well as every single main and mini episode completely ad free. And on that note, I shall see you tomorrow. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.